1: Official Jets podcast is presented by WinBet. Betting is a team sport. Bet together at WinBet. Eric Allen here at One Jets Drive, joined by veteran tackle Dwayne Brown. Dwayne, thanks so much for coming up to the studio. Can you believe that you're about to approach your 17th NFL season now, isn't it?
2: 16th, yeah. Okay. Uh, I can't, man. I can't. I, I talk about, I've talked about it a lot. Obviously, this team is a very young team, so a lot of, a lot of players can't fathom. Uh, being in the league 16 years and you know when I was drafted and you know my first few years in the league I would have never envisioned myself being able to play as long has been been such a blessing.
1: What was year one like for you because you actually met with the Jets last August. I remember the practice it was green and white practice at MetLife Stadium. Um, how did it all
2: come together as far as why this was the landing place for you? Um, when I came here, you know, obviously it's a very talented roster. Um coach Sala and I have some history. Uh he was a, an assistant in Houston my first 6 years there. Um and we've always just kind of had a mutual respect for each other throughout our careers. Um and then obviously immediately after the visit, you know, uh McKay went down. Yeah. And so there was a um I think an immediate need there. So You know, just kind of how it panned out. And, uh, you know, it was a, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a interesting year for me. You know, obviously getting injured um, before the first game, you know, and and then having that uh, adversity that I played through. Um, But it was a, it was a great journey. You know, it was my, probably the youngest team that I've been on. A lot of talent, a lot of, a lot of hunger, you know, and we had some, uh, you know, a lot of promise, you know, throughout the season. And then, you know, we didn't end quite like we wanted to, but um it was a, it was just a, a good time seeing the, the the youth on this team and how everyone just kind of grew throughout the season and um just the camaraderie we had you know so it's a lot to build on and obviously uh, um very encouraging going into this year how frustrating was it for
1: you because that first game that you played I think in the preseason was against the Giants He performed yep. well and a couple of days later we're hearing about <laughs> Dwayne Brown he's got
2: a shoulder injury yeah it was frustrating man and um I've never been injured, you know, that early into a, a preseason, um, and I had set so many goals for myself and expectations for myself, and wasn't quite sure how I was gonna it was gonna go after that, you know. And um, I'm just blessed that I was able to take those first four games off and, and and find a place physically where I felt like I could perform. And obviously, you know, I wasn't um, wasn't nearly near 100, um, you know, but I found a way to get out there and and try to produce, you know, for the team. And, um, you know, so it was frustrating at first, but the fact that I was able to go out there and contribute, uh, it made me glad.
1: What went into the decision? Because when they take a look at the rotator cuff, are the doctors saying, uh, immediately saying, hey, listen, you have basically two options. You're gonna play with immense pain or you can get this
2: done and you're going to come back 100%, but you're going to miss the entire season. Yeah. Um, yeah, those were the options. They told me, you know, you get it you get it fixed now, four-month recovery, and then, you know, you'll be able to make a full recovery and focus on next season. Or take some time, see how you can adjust with it, um, see how your strength holds up, and try to play through it. I had, I've never missed a full season, you know, in my career, and I, I didn't want that to be – my introduction here, you know what I mean? So if I had a chance to play, you know, I took those first four weeks to see how I could adjust, see if I could, you know, adjust my game and, and you know, try to to, 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 to fix some things to see if I could still kind of be myself. Felt good with it. Um, and I, I wasn't sure if I would be able to, to play more than three or four games before I had to go under the knife anyway. Right. Um, but, again, I, I'm blessed my, my body was able to get through – uh, every game but one at the end, you know, and, and uh, yeah. So that's that's But you happened.
1: said you felt good with it. What does feel good with it I just, mean? I, I because I gotta imagine most people at home, if I if I had that injury, there's no way I'm playing through.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean most of us that play this sport are a little we're a little screwed up anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Most people would not play through that injury. Um, you know I, I practiced. I did some some practice reps where I just wanted to see if I could if i felt like i was a liability then I, I wouldn't be out there if i felt like i could get my job done and and do what i needed to do then i would go out there and do it you know so um some practice reps away from the team some practice reps with the team and i felt like i was okay and it, you know it, you know, again i wasn't nearly 100 percent. you know so um i produced not quite at the level i'm accustomed to but i was able to 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 not be a liability and that was the that, that was my thought process.
1: Technique-wise, hands, arms are so important as far as playing the position you do tackle-wise. What did you have to do? What did you have to change up in order to still play at a level
2: where you're producing? Um, Just making sure I move my feet, for one, to be in position to able to not have to overextend that arm. Um, other than that, just keeping as much strength around it as possible um you know when you get that injury if you the longer you don't work it as much you know those muscles just kind of die down and that's when the injury really kind of uh you know sets in you know so i just try to keep it as strong as possible around and um luckily i'm a pretty strong guy so the you know it, it was evident that it was injured but the strength still remained um and so that you know that was basically it what did it mean to you at the end of the year? The Jets created a new award. Your head
1: coach created a new award, Robert Sala, Selfless Warrior, and yeah. you were
2: the recipient. It meant a lot. You know, I was very humble by that that gesture um, because it, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy to make that decision. It wasn't easy to go out there week to week with that. And I, you know, I think they they really appreciated that. Um, and so I was, like I said, I was very humble about that and, and appreciative.
1: What keeps you going right now? Because a lot of guys after having a career that you've had to this point might say, hey, listen, I put it online every Sunday for a number of years.
2: Now you're approaching year 16. What keeps you going? Uh, I still have the ability to play at a high level um, and I want to win. I want to win. I've accomplished everything that you can accomplish uh, individually and we've had some some team success, but I want to win it all. You know, so I want to do everything I can to be the best version of myself at this point in my career, um, and be a healthier version of myself this year to go out and 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 help my team win. And I, I think we have the roster to go out and win it all.
1: Can you talk about some of your memorable runs so far in the National Football League? What
2: stands out to you? Um, I mean, individually, you know, I think you know. Again, I, I got drafted in 08 and uh, it was a long time ago. Um, started out my first couple years. Kind of raw at the position. And then, um, you know, from there, you know, I've been able to, to be, you know, uh, one of the better tackles in the league for a while. Um, started out in Houston and uh, we had, we, we won our division quite a few times, made it to the playoffs, just couldn't get past New England. Yes. <laughs> During their uh, incredible run they had, you know, that it was unfortunate that I just, you know, I had to be a part of that. Um, then went to Seattle, you know, and we had a really good team there. Um, Made it to the playoffs. Uh, we we never made it past the second round. Um, so I, I've made it to the playoffs a number of times, you know. But I, I've never been um, any, you know, I haven't been to a, a, a conference championship game. Never been to the Super Bowl. And and again, I think coming in here last year and seeing what we had to build on, a lot of young players that played at a high level that I think will take another step this year. Obviously, you add a guy like Aaron Rodgers to the roster that at immediately puts you in contention you know I mean he's someone that he's one of the best of all time um and you know to be a part of this this team now is uh it's a great shot yeah. you know what I mean so I'm, I'm very I'm more motivated than ever what changes in the
1: playoffs that second season and do you talk to the young guys about that hey listen in order to do that you got to take care of today but this is what
2: you could do um I think it's just a a week to week thing, you know. I think um last year, you know, we had some games where we were very dominant and then we had some games where we just kinda left some some plays out there and it's just a, a laser like focus, you know what I mean? Every week, every play, uh practicing with intention, um, all of those things, you know, and I think um, you know, it's just that's just that's just kind of the gist of it. Uh, again, we have the roster to get it done. Um, but, you know, it's not going to be easy. We have a very tough division. We have a very tough, you know, schedule. You know, the league is tough. So it's just, I think, I think just practicing and, and, and approaching every day with the intention of getting 1% better. And and, uh, and I think it'll all add up.
1: That's something that Aaron Rodgers has discussed recently, intentionality. Yep. Having that every day, every practice. Um, when you guys speak, in terms of veteran speak, what does that mean?
2: Uh, finding something you want to work on, you know, every day I think um, no matter how many years you've been in this league, uh, no one has it completely mastered. So if you have one thing as a as a lineman, as a receiver, as a DB, the one thing that you feel like is a weakness of yours that you want to work on, you know, get better at that thing today um, until it becomes second nature. When it comes to, you know, an offense, we have a new offense. Um, Learning the offense, like it's, you know, the back of your hand, you know, so you don't have to go up and think about a million things and it just becomes second nature. Um, Obviously this team is a very competitive roster. So you're going to have really good work that you can get from day to day, whether it's the O-line going against the D-line, our receiver group going against our DBs. It's going to be a lot of competitive uh, practices. So it's, that's a that's a blessing to have, you know. Where you know you can have that kind of matchup that can make you better, you know. So um, meetings, you know, sitting meetings, you know, you're not just trying to get through it. You're trying to actually go in there, learn, um, you know, be interactive, you know what I mean? Things like that.
0: Jets
1: fans, we're in our final push and the clock is ticking. Winbet is giving you a golden opportunity to win VIP prizes for the 2023 season. The WinBet Green Room is the most exclusive space at the stadium with all-inclusive food and beverage, lower-level seats, and appearances by Jets legends and celebrities. New Jersey customers, all you need to do is wager at least $100 on WinBet's sportsbook or casino. For New York customers, all you need to do is wager at least $100 on WinBet's sportsbook. The best part? You get an entry for every $100 you wager what kind of questions does the offensive line have to answer this year
2: um, we have we have to dominate you know what i mean obviously last year we we dealt with a lot of injuries you know um and and we took uh i think you know there was a, some criticism about our production um we have a very very good group you know what i mean and i think uh coach carter is also a really good coach is coming in um with the mindset of, of dominating, with the mindset of uh, being the reason that, you know, we succeed, you know, so the work is being put in early, uh, you know, I can tell you that, you know, from just these OTAs, you know, it's, uh, guys are working really hard, you know, so um, we just got to individually, you know, be the best version of ourselves and, and, and as a collective, I think we'll be really good.
1: We were talking before about Macai the back then being from Richmond as well. We've seen from him on social media, how he's transformed his body as a guy who's sitting in there in the meetings with him and out there on the
2: field during OTAs throughout this offseason season process. What have you seen from Makai here? He's working hard. I know obviously, you know, I, I've been in the building throughout the off season, uh, seen the transformation, you know, and um, he's working hard, man. You know, he's a, a really big, talented individual. And so, um, he has a, the right mentality to have the best season of his career, you know. So, um it's great to see. You know, I'm looking forward to it.
1: Does he watch you from afar or will he get in your ear because you've had so many ex- experiences in the National Football League as far as not just schematically but guys you're going
2: against and how pass rushers are coming at you? Yeah, we communicate. We communicate. Um During the season last year, you know, he was on our, so – um you know, he he wasn't around the building as much. But uh, this offseason, we definitely communicate more. And um, I'm sure, you know, our relationship will grow more throughout throughout this season. Um, but, you know, he has questions, you know, and I'm learning from him as well. You know, so, um, again, I, I got nothing but respect and, and appreciation for the work that he's put in and um, looking for big things from him.
1: What do you think about the tackle group as a whole when you're talking about Yourself and Becton and Max Mitchell impressed early on in his rookie year. Last year, you had uh, Billy Turner into the mix, a guy is very familiar with the scheme, and yep. then and then you added to the equation today.
2: Uh, what Was that last part? You added to the equation today oh, yeah, 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 with Yannick. Yeah, y- yeah. it's a yeah, um, very very good group. Very good mixture of uh, veteran guys and some young guys with a lot of ability. Um, I think the sky's the limit, you know, as long as we, you know, everyone's healthy. Um, you know, I think we'll really be able to, you know, see what we have.
1: Does it feel like yesterday when you were c- coming in, or do you feel like the years as far as when you watch a guy like Carter Warren walk in the door from Pittsburgh and he's bright-eyed and he's <laughs> just <laughs> he's just getting that playbook for the first time?
2: Yeah, it, it's, it can be a whirlwind, man. It's You know, you come in and, and you know, you go from your college scheme Um and, and the, everything just a bit faster you know the meetings are a lot more intense uh you get a lot of questions thrown at you you know and then you go to the practice field and everything is just a lot of pre-snap uh terminology you know and things like that and you have to really think quick so it, it can be a whirlwind so this time of year is really crucial for the young guys where they can just kind of hone in on things you know before training camp once training camp starts it speeds up even more so uh I'm trying to help him as much as possible for any questions he has
1: schematically what changes now uh, this is a similar offense but it's different Nathaniel Hackett the offensive play caller of course and then you have a new coach like you mentioned before and Keith Carter um
2: there's yeah, some similarities but a, a lot of adjustments as well you know without I don't want to talk about it too much but uh you know just a lot of a lot of pre-snap adjustments can be made you know a lot of uh Audibles and things like that, that I think will really um, throw defenses off. So, a lot of movement, things like that. So, but it's, there's some similarities as well.
1: Everybody's raved about Hackett as a teacher. Do you like the way he approaches you guys?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. He's a, a great teacher, a great football mind, um, and a great personality as well.
1: And he keeps things fresh in the room. That's what everybody says, <laughs> yeah. right?
2: Keeps it light. <laughs> can you give any examples? Uh you know, he just just likes a joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's always good. You know, I think, you know, obviously you do this stuff day to day. Um, having someone that's not just trying to teach but also can crack jokes and don't take themselves or things too serious at times can help.
1: You know anything can happen in the National Football League, but what was your reaction throughout the off season as the Chatter about Rogers continued, and then we got to a point in March where he's on Pat McAfee, and he says, "Hey, my intention is not only playing the NFL, but it's to play with the Jets."
2: I mean, you know, when 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 the rumors first started, you know, obviously, you know, you hope for it. I, you know, that's a it's first ballot Hall of Famer, you know, and someone that is is still playing at an a extremely high level somebody I've had a lot of respect for, I mean, all the respect for in my whole career. Um, so you don't know how much truth there is to it, you know, and then the things just start heating up. And then when it's fi- finally verbalized, you just, all right, let's go. You know what I mean? Uh, again, I, I've i always been, you know, motivated to, to, to come back and have, you know, a, a great season. Um, but, again, you know, like I said you add, you, you plug him to this roster, and now it's like, you know, you have you have a, a, a real shot at things, you know. So, um, I, you know, I can't say enough about it, you know. And outside of just his playing ability, just his presence, uh, it, it does so much. You know, he's a really good dude. He, he also someone that keeps things light. Yeah. You know, a, a really good locker room guy. So great to have
1: him. Is it surreal for you, even though you've been in the league for so long, that now he's lining up with you guys? And what's it been
2: like on the practice field? Yeah, it's been surreal. It's been surreal. And um, you know, just conversations I, I is not something I would have been able to fathom, you know, a few years ago or, or even last year, you know what I mean. Um obviously I'm not out there practicing yet, but just the conversations we've had has been it's been great. You know what I mean? And and I'm just, you know, picking his brain about some stuff, you know, and I'm I'm learning the offense as well and kinda how he sees things and uh it's been really good combos. The senior
1: extension of the coaching staff, like you're talking about the meetings,
2: hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. He has a, a a great great handle and control of of everything.
1: And how huge has it been for everybody that he not only is said, "Hey, I want to be a Jet. I'm going to be part of this thing," but he has actually been here throughout the off season.
2: It's big. It's big. You know, um, and I think you know having having everyone here and 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 when you have a new offense, obviously you want everyone to to learn it, but like, you know, we'll, we'll be in our meetings and he'll pop in there for five, 10 minutes and just start talking about some stuff. And then it's like, okay, you, you kind of get a, a feel for where, how he's seeing things. And, and then you translate that to the field. Um, it'll just make things that much easier on Sundays. You know, when things are hectic, you can barely hear. Um, you just kind of get that um, you just kind of get, you kind of gel like that and, and get that, that chemistry, you know? So it's, it's a really the time of year.
1: Is that an extremely personal relationship you got to have a, with a guy like that? He's your signal caller, but you're his blind side protector. That's the only position you've known since he walked in to the national football league, but now potentially blind side protector for Aaron Rodgers.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, you got to have that relationship. Um, you got to have a bond there. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like, it's like family, you know what I mean? You, you, he, has all the, have to have, he has to have all the trust in the world in you when he drops back that he can sit comfortably and not worry about getting hit, you know what I mean? And uh, so it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, a very deep bond you got to have. From
1: a player's perspective, what does this guy bring to the table physically? Because you're speaking about intangibles and also uh, obviously that leadership that he has, that he exudes and also the presence. But physically, what does he bring?
2: I mean, I played against him a number of times in my career, and uh, it's never been easy. You know what I mean? Uh, again, he, you never feel like—I mean, you—you you, you see come, the, the throws he makes. You see, you never feel like you're out of a game with him there. Uh, he can make every throw at every angle. Um, he can just improvise. You know what I mean? He—you know—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's surreal. You know what I mean? The ability he has. You know some people argue he's the most talented quarterback ever you know what i mean and so um like i said I, i've played against him a number of times and it's like sometimes it's like watching a, a john madden game where you just can't believe the dots that he can throw you know with, with perfect coverage um so yeah that, that's about my breakdown
1: <laughs> how fun was it last year uh, obviously you get hurt but you come back in week four and you guys explode out of the gate you take the nfl by surprise, I think that game in Denver where you guys end up winning sixteen to nine, Elijah Vera Tucker, Brees Hall go down unfortunately, but you moved to five and two, and then I think the high water moment for this team in two thousand twenty two was beating the Buffalo Bills at home, uh, and you had the chance to make the postseason, starting at seven and four. Did you anticipate? it all coming together that quickly was there a point early in the season where you're like well I thought we compete but I didn't know we'd be
2: here at this point I mean as a as a competitor you always feel like that you you, you go into every game feeling like you got a chance to win you know I mean you, you do your scouting reports uh you look at your film and you feel like you, you know where you're, you have good matchups and and things like that um but we also know how talented this division is um and Buffalo is, I, I'm, you know, obviously they're one of the top contenders in the league. Um, but as the game goes on, you know, you you get, you get the first couple of series, and you feel like, all right, like this is, it, we we can control this thing. You know what I mean? Um, to to string those together week to week is not easy. And uh, you know, when you have a young team, you, you know, it's again, it's hard to have that laser-like focus. You know, we were really able to do that. Um, it wasn't surprising because, again, I, I know the kind of talent this roster has. Uh, it's good coaching staff, uh, work extremely hard. So you always feel like you have the chance to do it. Um, but, yeah, we, we had a, a heck of a run. You know what I mean? Just got to find a way to finish. You know what I mean? The, the last few weeks of the season, when we had a chance to, to win one or two games and, and be, be set. You know, we just got to find a way to finish. And I think we'll do that this year. How much do you appreciate what AVT did last year? He's a baller, man, and I, I couldn't speak any higher of him um, last year. You know, um, it's not easy to make those moves that he made, you know, to move from – he's 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 a an he's all-pro right guard, you know, in my opinion. Um, and you make that move to – I think he went to right tackle first. not he went yep. to left tackle. But to move from right guard to left tackle is like <laughs> – it's like shooting basketball, you know, with right-handed and being asked to shoot left-handed. Uh, it's not easy um and he went out there and produced at a high level you know what i mean but he's a he's a heck of a player he's somebody that you know is very quiet just goes about his business works hard and um he's a he's a special player you know and i I'm glad to have him in our room do you think he's got an old school mentality hundred percent yeah again he's quiet he doesn't talk much, but he you know people know not not to mess with him too much uh on sundays he's gonna you know dominate uh he's gonna finish blocks, you know what I mean? He's downfield running fifty yards. Um, he has fun with it, you know. Um, really good dude to have. But why was he able to excel at both tackle and guard? Because like he's a freak (laughs) athlete, man, for one. Uh I consider myself to be a really good athlete. And I you know, I'm I'm pretty good straight ahead speed. And I got here and we were doing workouts and I was trying to show off my speed and I took off running (laughs) and then he's just like five yards ahead of me and I'm like, all right. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean. So he's a he's a really good athlete, exceptional, Um, and so you know when you have that kind of athleticism, it's it's easier to make the transition. But um, you know that's you know and he just he had the whatever mentality. Like okay, I don't think it was an easy decision at first for him to make that move, especially when you get so good at one spot. Um, But once he said, all right, you know I'll do it. You know he just.
0: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well I
2: didn't and, and
1: handle it. You guys added a center in the second round and Joe Tipman from Wisconsin. What do you think about the mullet?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh you know, if you, if you rock that, you gotta you gotta be a bowler. <laughs> uh, so far he's doing pretty good, you know. So uh, looking forward to seeing what he got. Not a bad place to come, right? If you're, you're,
1: if you're, obviously you're going to be competing with a number of guys, including Connor McGovern, of course. But to have a future Hall of Famer, a four-time NFL MVP,
2: there to help you, it's got to be a great landing spot. Hundred percent. You're going to learn the game uh, at a a much quicker level than than most centers will. um, When you're able to communicate, you know what you're seeing and what he's seeing. Uh, he's, he's coming to a, a great
1: spot. Take us back to Houston. Robert Sala being an assistant when he broke into the league, what was he like then? What, what's the differences and what are the similarities now?
2: Um, obviously, he wasn't, you know, he's quieter, you know what I mean? Um, and uh, you know, I think, you know, like he was learning a lot, you know, at the time. But, um, again, I always had a lot of respect for him. Uh, when I left there and went to Seattle, he was a D C D.C. in San Francisco and so after every game, I would see him. You know, we just talk a little bit. Um, and so when I saw him get this job, I was so happy for him because uh, I knew how much, you know, he had rose through the ranks and had to work to get there. Um, so when I had the chance to come here, we were just you know reminiscing about those about those those 12, 13, 14 years ago. Um, and so you know, he's a, a leader of men. You know, I think he's really coming to his own as far as, you know, how to to. Uh, Teach his philosophy, um, and and guys have bought into it. Everyone plays extremely hard for him, and that's all you can ask for. Why is he so effective with players? Um, I think he's transparent. You know, he he, he, he tells you exactly how he feels. He keeps his door open for any feedback. If if you know, any guys have some, something they want to talk to him about, um, he works you hard, but he also knows you know when to, when to give you know give guys some time off, you know what I mean? He has fun with it. He, he makes the competition of it all fun. Uh, and then on game days, he's uh, he's excited, yeah. you know what I mean? He, he shows a lot of uh, emotion on game day. And so just a good guy to play for, man.
1: Do you see similarities and an influence from Pete Carroll? Because you're talking about the competition and having fun with it. And when I think of Pete, I think about having fun with it. And also the competition periods that He's been known for for forever.
2: Yeah, the emphasis on practice and the competition of practice uh, is is definitely there. Um, yeah, keep like we do a thing like kind of keep score of kind of the defense versus the offense, things like that. You know, to keep guys honest and and, and make you want to go out there and make more plays. Um, yeah, that definitely is a uh, something similar.
1: All right, so take me inside the meeting room inside the auditorium in the regular season as far as some memorable shooting competitions? (laughs) Because you guys got the basketball hoop in there. and Sometimes they call a coordinator up or players or whatnot. What were some of the more memorable duels in there?
2: Uh, You're talking here? Yeah. Last year? Uh, I don't know if any was that memorable. Um, I know I'm not good at it at all. Uh, Did you get called up there last year? I didn't last year. Well, I had uh, they didn't they didn't want me to.
0: Well, I didn't know anything. if you were going to go left-handed. <laughs> they didn't want me to do anything with my shoulder. Yeah.
2: Um, nah. So, uh I can't remember any memorable ones, but it's always fun when it happens. You know, it, it breaks up the day-to-day. You know what I mean? Garrett Wilson probably draining them. Did Garrett have any? I honestly can't remember. I can't remember if we went against. I can't remember honestly.
1: Have you ever been part of a group going back to what
2: you saw from last year's rookie class? No, I haven't. I haven't. Um it was impressive, man. Um obviously you, you get the, the offensive rookie of the year and the defensive rookie of the year on the same team. Um Brees, you know, before he was injured he was one of the top backs in the league. Um Jermaine, Michael Clemens, like everyone, uh produced. You know, you rarely have to ask rookies to come in and be the guy at that position. You know, and, and they did it, and they they took it and ran with it. You know what I mean? Uh, it was really impressive to see. And all of them have a very uh humble demeanor about them. You know what I mean? And uh it was really, really great to witness. Can you speak to the philosophy that Salah has as far as on the defensive side of the ball? He's
1: dressing. 10 defensive linemen he likes to come at you in waves what kind of pressure that actually puts on the opposition tackles when they're facing fresh guys who are coming in out of the game and then it's the fourth quarter
2: how difficult is that for you as a tackle when you're facing a defense like that it's tough it's tough uh some teams you know if you have a really good guy uh, at the defensive end position and they want him out there for 70 percent of the snaps um there could be some plays that he takes off uh because he know he has to be out there. You know what I mean? And so if you have a 10 play drive uh by the seventh, eighth play, you know, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna you know not look quite like he did on the first couple of plays. If you have a guy that knows he's gonna be out there for three plays, he's giving the max effort possible, right. you know what I mean? And then once he comes out, the next guy that comes in, there's not much of a drop off, if any, on the talent. And then uh, he know he's going to get two plays. So he's going as hard as he can. You know? And then he's out, and then there's the other guys coming back in. It's like, And so um, it, it puts a lot of pressure on you. And again, like I said, it, it's not only that there's so many of them, but they're, so, they're really good. All of them are good. You know? And so um, definitely going to be a lot of pressure on offensive linemen uh, when you have a, a rotation of guys that can play at a high level. Do you go back, do you flashbacks to Seattle or what you were facing with
1: those San Francisco lines over the years when you're watching oh, these yeah. guys come together now.
2: And I, yeah, and I, I, I actually talked to him about it. Whenever we would play against those guys, I would talk to Salah about it after the game. Like uh, you, you got a good group over there. You know what I mean? I tell him you got a good group over there. Um, so yeah, the philosophy has definitely rolled, you know, rolled over here. And, uh, you know, he has a specific type of defensive end or defensive tackle that he likes. And you can see the similarities.
1: What do you think about playing in New York and How about your interactions with the fan base? Because this is a hungry group now. Oh, yeah. And (laughs) and you're speaking to how bad you want a championship. I know you've heard from a lot of
2: fans who are echoing those same sentiments. Um, You know, it was amazing. The the opportunity to come here and play initially, um, you know, it was was great to think about. You know, I never played on the East Coast, and I know how hungry the New York Jets fan base is to win. It's been so long since, you know, we've won. The division it's been so long since we've been to the playoffs, um, and so everyone's excited. You know, what I mean, when I signed here, like so many people were hitting me up on social media. Uh, people around town, you know, just told me how excited they were, and you can see it. You know, when we when we had those that stretch, you know, you could see MetLife was rocking. You know what I mean? So the the potential was there. Um, you know, it's just on us to get it done. You know what I mean? And we know we know the excitement is there even more this year. Um, And we know, you know, if we win here, we already know what to expect. Like, even just seeing, like, the Knicks. You know, you watch the Knicks, you know what I mean, and the run they had. Like, I'm like, all right, we're going to get MetLife rocking this year. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. How excited are you for this season in
1: particular compared to everyone previous? Because it does – have a different feel, right? That you guys were building something last year and now
2: Rodgers walks into the door and it's kind of like all coming together. I'm 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 the most excited, man. Uh you know, just for me individually. Again, uh I was I was I was glad I was able to perform last year, you know what I mean, but I wasn't I wasn't healthy, you know. So being able to be a healthier version of myself, I have a higher expectation, you know, for myself in particular. But as a as a group, um you know, you can't ask for a better group. You know what I mean? And uh, just the environment, the, the the atmosphere that we have right now. No one's expecting to 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 go out to go and just be, you know, mediocre. Everyone's expecting to go out and be elite. And so you can just feel the vibe. You know what I mean? And so it, it's uh, it's something that you know I cherish and I, I'm looking forward to. Do you think the group likes having these
1: expectations? Is this what it's all about? Hey. You're supposed to be good. We want people to think that, hey, listen, we're a contender. And also, you've talked about the DNA of this group. These young guys, how do you think they're gonna handle the increased weight from the
2: outside? Pressure is a privilege, man. When you when you when you have pressure on you to be great, that's a that's a privileged position to be in. When people don't expect much from you, uh, no one wants that. No one wants to be that guy where they say, uh, if you go Eight and eight nine and seven that's oh, that's that's good no one <laughs> wants that you know what I mean no everyone wants to be in a position where people expect you to win um and I don't think any of us put more pressure anyone can put more pressure on us than we put than we put on ourselves individually um and so you work you work that hard every day you know to go out and, and be the best version of yourself and to uh fulfill that you know so it's a great position to be in and I think the young guys will definitely respond do you
1: think people are sleeping on you personally because when they look at the jets tackle position and what you did last year i don't think you get enough credit for (laughs) what you actually put out there on film playing essentially with one arm
2: yeah i mean uh yeah for sure i i i i see some of the stuff that comes across where you know everyone's concerned about the tackle position and you know, I don't take none of that stuff personally, man. You know, I, I'm very confident in who I am as a player. Um, again, I don't. No one can can put more pressure on me on my on, than I can on myself. Um, so, you know, it's fine if they're sleeping. I got the respect here. You know, what I mean, my peers respect me. The guys that I went against with one arm, they respect what I did. You know, so uh, and I know I'll be better this year. So it is what it is. What
1: do you have planned ahead for the summer? before you get back here because you guys are starting early this year with that hall of fame game. One of the first two teams to report with Cleveland. I'm working,
2: man. I'm yeah? working. I'm trying to get healthy, you know. So I'm I'm working to to be as healthy as I can to be available, you know. So uh, you know, I'll obviously probably have a weekend here or there, but nothing major. Um I'll continue to work and, and be ready to go. And how do
1: you feel about where you're at right now? Oh, I feel great. I feel great. Good things ahead.
2: Absolutely. Thanks, Dwayne.